I'm here at the uh, Game Developers Conference online in Austin, Texas, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Anthony Pecorella. I'm the Developer Relations Manager at Congregate.com. And what's Congregate about? Congregate is a, uh, we originally started out as a free Flash game portal and uh, existed, we opened up early 2007 and uh, grew rapidly, uh, existed for a couple of years entirely based on uh, ad revenue uh, and bringing in you know, free Flash games and uh, sponsoring a lot of uh, indie developers in that space. Uh, in early 2009, we also moved into the virtual goods uh, microtransaction market and have uh, grown quickly in that side of things as well. Uh, so that now at this point, you know, it's about 50-50 between our ad-based free games and our uh, virtual goods market. We still at this point uh, tend to cater more towards the indie developers. The uh, We've been very big with the indie uh, community and uh, both, on, and again on both sides of the things, uh, our, even our virtual goods games tend to be smaller, uh, you know, two, three, even like eight person teams uh, rather than the, the larger games that you see out there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and what, what types of games does um, Congregate or Congregate players usually play? I mean, sure. Is there a target niche? Yeah, so uh, we tend to be a bit more uh, hardcore focused. The uh, We're actually, so we uh, a year ago we were acquired by GameStop and uh, one of the reasons for that acquisition was uh, we have a very similar demographic to the GameStop uh, users or GameStop customers uh, in terms of lots of PlayStations and, and Xboxes owned by our, our players. Uh, tend to be heavily male in the kind of teen and, and college student age for the most part. And so... Uh, the types of games they want, you know, in many cases it's kind of what you would expect, the role-playing games, strategy games, uh, tower defense tends to be very popular with us, but at the same time, more casual games can do well too. We've seen a lot of uh, physics-based puzzle games that have been extremely popular. Uh, so it's, you know, it, it's all around, they, I mean, it's really quality that drives, um, you know, what they're looking for, and if, if it's a good quality game, <laughs> then, uh, you know, our, our players will enjoy it and will play it. What, um, yeah, what, um, I guess, uh, what is the benefit of using Congregate over um, Facebook or some of these other social networks where people say, okay, I can drop my, my, my game over there? Sure. So uh, if you're looking at specifically something that's, that's monetized off of a, a virtual goods market, getting on Facebook is, you know, it's easy to put it up there. Getting people into the, your game can be a, a lot more difficult and a lot more expensive. One of the things that Congregate can do is it helps a lot with the game discovery aspect of things. So, you know, we promote games heavily based on how the users have rated the game. So if players really like the game, we can push it heavily. We can put a lot of people uh, in front, a lot of eyes in front of your games. And the players respond very well to it. So we have you know, small developers who will put a game on Facebook and will have, you know, struggle to get a lot of players. And then they put it on Congregate. Turns out to be a really good game and they'll get far more players on Congregate that tend to be of a higher quality as well. So, you know, we offer the opportunity for developers that don't have giant advertising budgets to still make a, a rather significant um, income and get a lot of eyes on their games. And um, in terms of making money, what, how, how can people make money? What are the business models that you guys support on your site? Because, um, you know, a lot of other Flash sites, it's mainly advertising. It seems like you have multiple models to make money. Sure. So we, we do have an advertising model, and uh, I, I think I can safely say that our ad model is stronger than pretty much any other portal out there. We, we share a, a portion of all of our ad revenue directly with the developers, uh, and such that anecdotally, usually our ad revenue outperforms even all of Mochi across all, you know, all other platforms. Uh, so that can be a, a very attractive 
or it's not the the main form of revenue that you're going to make off of a game, but it can be gravy on top of a game that's done well. Uh, we do have a sponsorship model, so that uh, the traditional free flash game model where you'll get a sponsor to pay for your game and put a uh, their logo at the beginning of it. We do participate very heavily in that in the, the FlashGameLicense.com community, and uh, so that's that's on kind of the, the free game side. We also do have a virtual goods market. Uh, the uh, have an on-site currency called creds that our players will purchase that are spendable in a variety of games. Right now, we have about 85 games that are uh, virtual goods enabled, uh, of which you know some are, are not being very successful. But we have 40 or 50 that are generating you know, noticeable amounts of revenue on the site, uh, and of which almost none are paying anything for uh, ad advertising or, or marketing on the site. So. Uh, those those are the primary uh, revenue models within the virtual goods games. They sell a variety of things. Um, we've seen some success selling content within single-player games, but a lot more success within the multiplayer games. So those tend to be, at this point, the ones that have had the most success with us. So, if a developer or small team of developers are looking to make a successful game on Congregate, what I mean, what types of games should they be looking into, or what kinds kinds of designs should they be considering in their game if they're going to submit to Congregate and you know have a successful game? Game. Sure. So there's uh, there are a couple sides of that. On the the free side for the the free games, uh, there's a lot more variety of, of what we've seen be successful. Um, you know, as I mentioned, there's a, a bunch of different genres that have had uh, a lot of success, and uh, I, I don't think you're you're terribly limited in what you can do as long as you you know, do it well, put some polish on it, and make it fun to play. Uh, to really succeed on the virtual goods side. Uh, Multiplayer is, is really crucial to get up into the top tiers. Uh, we see our players are very social, uh, but not necessarily the Facebook type of social, where yeah. you know, social is often defined as these small interactions where you send an invite or request help uh, through little APIs, which we do have some support for and are, are filling out more support so that we can uh, you know, fit in with that side of uh, social graphs. But our players actually tend to be social more, and almost in more real time. We have a, a chat room that we put next to all of our um, all of our multiplayer games, where everyone in that chat room is playing the game. And we'll see the players will you know, do some combination of trash talk or working together or forming uh, guilds and, and going out on raids or whatever. And they do all this in our chat rooms and then move into the game. So games that can support that kind of, of social interaction where players can work together to or compete against one another. And, uh, you know, in, and it doesn't even have to be in real time. Uh, we Actually, a lot of our games are asynchronous, uh, which is you know, really actually a good design um, decision. The doing real-time combat or real-time uh, missions is a lot more server intensive and so we've seen a lot of our games you know you would think hardcore gaming you're going to need you know it's all Call of Duty and Starcraft that's really not the case with us uh, our, our top few games are, are really all asynchronous and it's much easier on, on the servers it's much easier to program so you know, I, I would recommend looking for something that is social that has some depth where you know the kind of uh, really simple, shallow social games that you've seen sometimes uh, be really successful on Facebook are not going to work as well with our players. They want something meaty to bite into, but they do still want some social components. And uh, you know, so hitting up, we've we've seen RPGs do well, strategy games, collectible card games. You know, there's there's a variety of you know mid-core, hardcore genres that can do well. Um, you know, if just it's a quality game that has some good social aspects and, and enough content and uh, you know, intellectual depth to, to really challenge a hardcore player. And are developers allowed to quickly update their games? You know, because we hear about games as a service on these other networks. Uh, is there a submission process? How? 
I mean, can developers constantly monitor ga their games, you know, keep track of all the feedback and adjust accordingly? Yes. So most of our games that are... Uh, the, at least the virtual goods games are actually embedded in an iframe on the game or on the site. So the the servers are actually managed by the game developer, which means that they have control over the players that are on the servers. They have immediate ability to update whatever they need to update. There is a submission process for the initial launch, and that's uh, I actually the submissions usually come to me, um, and uh, you can go our uh, dev.congregate.com is a uh, our developer site that explains a lot about you know how you submit a game and and how our, our uh, station works and so once you make a submission we uh, review it we'll look through and we're actually very hands-on with with almost all of our developers uh, providing feedback suggestions ways to increase monetization and we've seen uh, developers who are you know willing to evaluate their their monetization model and make some changes a, a lot of them have had some really significant success uh, improving their monetization so you know a lot of the review process is not as much you know is is this a high enough quality game that we think it's going to succeed as much as you know are, what can we do are there any suggestions we can make to make sure that when this game launches it's going to be as successful as possible so there is that review process early on uh, the developers are able to make changes but we also stay hands-on with them and if they have questions they want you know updates on metrics they can you know email us and we'll get back to them and you know, try to help them make the game as successful as possible. And can you talk about success stories then on Congregate? Um, you know, small teams or developers that have maybe found their niche, found a place where they can actually have a sustainable game or a game studio using Congregate. Absolutely. So uh, one of our older uh, games is uh, Dream World, I'm oh, sorry, older virtual goods games sure. uh, that came out, I think, um, earlier, mid-2009. Uh, it was a game called Dream World, and it was uh, originally on Facebook and uh, was ported over very quickly in two or three days' time, I think, to, to work on Congregate as well. And that game, I think when it came to us, was one person. Uh, he's, I believe, since hired a bit more support just because so many people are in the game that he needs some customer support assistance and, and some programming. Uh, but, I mean, that was literally a, a single person that created this game. And uh, that's a game that, for the first six months, was doing okay. It wasn't generating that much revenue. And then he started playing around with the monetization models, running sales, getting some more promotion from us. And, you know, we started working with him to get him on our front page repeatedly. And that's a game that, you know, here almost two years later is actually making significantly more money than it was a year and a half ago. So, you know, that's been a tremendous success story and is one that, you know, we, we often talk about as a game that it, it's not as polished as, as a lot of the, you know, AAA uh, Facebook games that you'll see, but it has, you know, enough content and the players really get into the, the social aspects as well as the, the RPG aspects of it. Uh, that that's been a huge success. A slightly different story is a more recent one that started, I, I want to say, March of, of this year. Uh, the game was called War Metal Tyrant, and it's a collectible card game is a small studio, about eight people. And again, originally on Facebook, brought it over to Congregate. And that's one that just took off with our players. They, they absolutely loved it. Uh, the chat rooms are was that text-based or was it flash-based? Uh, no, this one is a uh, it's a flash-based collectible card game that uh, it's you know, it has some very simple animation, but it's not really complex. It has some nice artwork, but uh, you know, from a you know, engine standpoint, it's not that that big, but. The, uh, the cards were very well designed, the gameplay is well designed, it's kind of a, almost like a casual collectible card game, your decks yeah. are only 11 cards, the battles take about 3 minutes, but it's, it's very, very satisfying to play. And so that game we actually were able to do uh, an in-store 
promotion in GameStop. So this oh, awesome. team of eight Flash developers suddenly saw posters of their game up on GameStop walls, and uh, we had GameStop employees passing out physical cards uh, from the game to uh, the customers, encouraging them to register. There was a, a $10,000 prize uh, that was given away as a sweepstakes, uh, and this was all you know, funded on Congregate side and GameStop side. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that kind of op opportunity. It's I mean, we can't offer it to everyone because yeah. we have to go through GameStop. We can only do a couple of them a year. But you know, that's a, a small team that created just a fantastic game that monetized very well, that was very popular and highly rated, and we were able to take it up to the next level. And uh, it was very exciting to be able to, to see that. Awesome. And um, yeah, any other than where where can developers get started if they're interested now in you know maybe putting their game on Congregate or developing. Um, games that would be relevant to the Congregate audience, where can they find out more information? Sure. So, uh, developers or dev.congregate.com. Uh, and how do you spell Congregate? Oh, Just good. <laughs> Sorry. Congregate with a K. Uh, K-O-N-G-R-E-G-A-T-E. And uh, so that's that's a great place to check on the web. Uh, you can email us at apps apps at congregate.com, and uh, that's a great place if you know if you have a game demo you want to show us. If you have even just an idea for a game, uh, we don't fund them, but we are willing to look over uh, game design documents or ideas and give feedback on what we think will work, what we think won't work. Uh, you know, give some idea of what we've seen work with our other games. So, you know, whether you're at the idea stage, if you have a demo, or even if you're far far along, send us an email. We'll review it. We'll get back to you and. Uh, you know, can make suggestions on what steps would be appropriate for your game. And you know, once developers get a hit on your service, is it even worthwhile? Is it just worthwhile to focus then on that game, or have you seen developers actually make multiple games? Because you know, you're talking about a virtual currency model. I'm just wondering if um, what's, right. what's appropriate. So uh, I, I think well. Uh, it's a little of both. Uh, the the games that we look for, especially the ones that we're going to push hard and try to get, you know, into GameStop stores and repeated front page promotions, are ones that we think have legs that can really, you know, sustain for a long time. Uh, you know, as I said, Dream World's been going for almost two years and is still yeah. on going up on the revenue charts. Uh, so, you know, we, we want to see games that, that have longevity. At the same time, you know, these are game developers who want to design new games too, and so we do see usually after the game's been on Congregate for you know six months or so, and they've kind of solidified what they want to do with it, uh, they'll continue doing updates and updates are important you know putting out some kind of new content even if it's not a lot every two to six weeks uh, helps engage the players and, and get more uh, you know purchases made and just kind of keeping the players happy so you don't want to fully abandon a game or it is going to go downhill but you don't have to necessarily focus all of your attention on it and so we have seen some other some some of our you know more successful developers start heading into new games I don't think any of those new games are out yet but I've been working going back and forth with them on previews so they're they're very uh, far underway um, and I, I would also say you know you said focus on the you know the, the one congregate game. You don't even actually have to focus just on congregate as well. We have had developers who have maintained successes on congregate and Facebook. Uh, there's even a uh, an open source project called Compatible with a K uh, that's uh, on GitHub. It's a PHP library that is uh, one of our actually it was the Tyrant developers wrote when they were maintaining one code base for Facebook and, and uh, congregate. And so it helps. It's an abstraction layer that can help you maintain uh, you know one code base that is quickly updatable on both uh, platforms. So it you, know, you don't want to abandon Facebook. It's you know we there are places you know that you can have success on both sides. We don't you know, need an exclusive from them. Uh, so you know it's, we're not trying to steal players from over there, but or steal developers from there. But you know give another opportunity, uh, another way to increase your revenue stream and be able to put more time uh, into your game. Thank you very much.